0: Welcome to another segment of the Moneyweb SME Corner. This week we speak to the founder of Mum and Baby Affair, Jolene so Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Tell us about Mum and Baby Affair. This is a cozy affair? <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> <she> is. <laughs> well, Mum and Baby Affair actually
1: started when I was on uh, maternity leave expecting oh. my first and um I'd, I'd, my biggest frustration during that time was um, when I was breastfeeding okay because I found that most of the clothing i'd purchased because I thought I was being clever by purchasing everything a size big or buying dresses with um, with belts that I then didn't wear when I was wow. pregnant, so that when I had had the baby. I could then wear the dresses, you know, with a belt. Right. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way because you couldn't access your breasts for Mm -hmm. breastfeeding. So it meant that those dresses I had to put at the back of the cupboard and wait for eight months until I was done before I could wear it. And I literally was stuck with not having anything to wear. There's nothing in the shops. Woolworths doesn't have a maternity um, section anymore. Um, And all you could find was little black tops I called it because yeah. it was just like you wear it and you just feel like oh.
0: <laughs> what um, has the experience been like though now that you are discovering that there's a need in the market and you are basically making for yourself but now in a business where you have to think of everybody else who's a mom it's very different because I also realized
1: that i've I've connected with a lot of mom entrepreneurs so moms who basically start businesses when they either fall pregnant or they have the baby um, one thing that You tend to leave out when you start a business is doing enough market research. Mm -hmm. So there I was, I did a bit of market research. I did a a sample um, um, interview, a sample size of about 30 women via email or telephonically through the various mommy groups that I belonged to, discovered that there actually was a need. I'm not the only one that didn't like the lack of option that was available. And also breastfeeding has become quite a big thing in South Africa. Mm -hmm. A lot more mothers actually want to breastfeed besides the fact that it's the cheaper option. You know, it's also that bond that you develop with your your baby. So I had my sample size, um, but what I didn't take into account during the research phase is that the cost of production
0: Mm. And that's
1: actually quite high. And in terms of textile in South Africa, I mean, we still depend quite heavily on importing material right. and um, finished goods from China and even from Turkey. So, I mean, when it comes to your pricing, you've got to take your local production into consideration. And that bri- drives the, the purchase price up. up yeah. So it then means it then doesn't become affordable anymore. Wow. So it's it's. Yeah, it was it was a little bit difficult once I'd realised that I wanted to price say I wanted to price the dress at a certain price point. I actually had to push it up slightly. Um In order for me to actually break even not even make a a profit
0: and how does it work for you now is the range locally made how
1: do you source it so it's all locally made the only thing that I source from um, from overseas is materials I get my material from India actually um, because they just have the most fantastic um, um, satin tissue material Uh, which is nice and soft soft and light and also (laughs) I don't know if you know when you're pregnant and also when you're breastfeeding your internal Thermostat goes goes crazy, mm-hmm. so you're hot all the time. It's like having hot flushes. <laughs> <laughs> Suppose it repairs us for menopause. Um, so you're hot all the time. So you want to wear something cool and light. Mm. Um, so most of the material um, I actually go to India and I purchase it from there. I've now fi- found a partner where I can actually just um, order it online, and yeah. he then he then sends it sends it down to me. I work with local designers because um, I wanted to cater for a wide group of women. So it's not just one particular style you know about one particular designer yes. it's it's three different takes on what women would like when they when they're pregnant I um, love and, that, and I the love nice it. thing is it's the longevity of it mm-hmm. so you purchase it when you're pregnant most cases it'll be in your second trimester when you start showing yeah. you know and it's mainly um office wear because that's when you actually need so for office men also when you go to cocktail events yeah um or one or two weddings that you need to go to whilst pregnant and then once you've had the baby Every single item is um, suitable for breastfeeding. Uh So it either has little um, buttons on the shoulders or a zip on the side or a zip in front or it's a wrap dress, etc. So every item makes breastfeeding quite easy.
0: How has the market received this idea so far?
1: It's been... It's been, you know, it's the first year of the business operating. So it's been, um, it's been there's been some great reception, okay. but there's also been some hiccups. Um, and, But I don't, it's a bit of, I'd call it hiccups because you actually get a lot of insight mm-hmm. once you're actually consumer facing. Yes. So I sell online, and um, the one thing that I'd realized is I actually need to get a physical store because what I'd forgotten whilst I was pregnant is you very, sensitive about how you feel and how you're expanding (laughs) and you're worried about, oh, am I going to go back to my original size? People actually want to try on, so they're very hesitant to order online. And actually, when you do order online, even though online purchasing in South Africa is growing, it's not for what I'd found for for, for pregnant purchases. it's not growing at at a very rapid rate. So you actually still need a physical store. And most of the people that um, inquire, seen my, my clothing, inquired about it, one question they always ask, where's your store? Where can I try on? So people want to
0: try on. So even if they do take the plunge and purchase online, my return rate is quite high. So talking about a physical store, are there plans to acquire one?
1: Long-term plans. Because also what I'm trying to do is, because I'm trying to keep the production costs low, I want to also... um, and that's very difficult, as I explained. So what I need to do is look at my other costs that I can keep to the minimum. So that would be your, over, it's like having a physical store, you know, mm. where you have to pay rent, you have to pay rates of taxes, you then have to buy, you have to pay someone's salary to actually man the store, etc. Yeah. So... Um, What I'm doing at the moment is forming partnerships with a number of mom and baby organizations that have a physical space where I then do pop-up shops. So I actually have a pop-up shop starting um, next weekend on the 27th, and then it'll be 27th and 28th, so Friday and a Saturday, and then the following weekend as well, and we'll see how it goes. And then also just attending a lot more... mom and mom and baby and toddler um, fairs. Mm. And those have increased quite a bit in, in South Africa as well. Yeah. So I'll be attending a lot more of those, have the pop-up shops, and then we're, we'll see how that goes.
0: Let's talk about the linen. I'm so excited about this. I already <laughs> feel like I want to be a baby and all that comfortable linen. How is that selling? That, um, I'm actually launching that yeah. this
1: weekend. Oh, wonderful. So um, I did a bit of market research in terms of that. And also what I'd find, also my personal experience, is that there's not a big variety for babies. And yes. when I talk about linen for babies, it's nice linen with stars on and elephants that are floating and yeah. clouds in the sky. And, you know, the only thing you get is a Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Wee. Barney, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, uh, and, you know, you get all these characters, and because they're small, they don't see it. You know, it's almost like lost mm. on them. Mm. So what i would found is the first year of a baby being in the house, it's more about your tastes and yes. your preferences, and you want it to tie in with a nursery. Yeah. And, yeah, Winnie and Minnie Mouse doesn't always go very Sometimes nicely with nurseries. Exactly, and the trends nowadays is to have neutral nurseries. Yes. You know, and also neutral works really well for babies, babies want that pastel color, you know, because it immediately gives the room a nice, calm, serene mm. feel. And that's what you want for baby oh, in order to get yes. them to sleep. You don't want busyness because it overstimulates them and then they don't sleep. So hence the, the linen launch. So um, a lot of pastel colors, um, little stars and clouds and, you know, wavy patterns. Yeah. Um, we do fitted sheets and then... Um, pillow cases when they get older and then we also do the cellular blankets yeah. so the, what's nice about the cellular blankets you know cellular blankets have been around for such a long time and they always come in white mm. and yeah white is not very uh, friendly in terms of not attracting at dirt
0: <laughs> so
1: what we do is we actually tie dye them in um, um, in grays in light blues wow. and in light pinks and then what we do is we actually give them a trim all around you know, so it can either be a trim that matches the the fitted sheet, ah. or we actually like the uh, ice particularly like the the African prints okay. that put per- purchase. I purchased quite a number of African prints from um Zambia. Mm. Um which is less busier than your your Nigerian prints and your Ghanaian prints. Yeah. Um it's got small little circles on it, etc. I think it's just a little bit more suitable for um for babies. For babies. Yeah. And it just like it gives a little bit of a brightness. Yeah. You know, either to the room or to your nappy bag, you know, your Whip out Wonderful, the There's Lankins. such
0: great personality there also. Talk to us about what it took then for you to start this business. I mean, starting a business is not child's play.
1: No, it's not. And I mean, like I said, I started when I was on maternity leave, mainly because I was getting a little bit bored <laughs> and my frustration. <laughs> um, but it was actually quite an easy decision when I went back to work because your mindset changed once you have a baby. Yeah. You realize what, what you value, what is important to you. And I wanted to spend more time with my little guy, especially within the first two years. And I've always had, I mean, I, I completed my MBA at Copenhagen Business School.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that was in 2011, 2012. And one of the big focuses was entrepreneurship and oh. innovation. So I've always wanted, I've always, I like to think that I've always had an entrepreneurial way of thinking. So I've always wanted to start my business. I just never knew what. Yeah. So this was like a perfect opportunity. And it takes a lot of guts, but it also takes a fantastic support system. Right. And, I mean, my partner is just absolutely amazing in terms of that. He's the one who's actually pushing me to just start your own thing. This is a great idea. Go for it. Yeah. Have you done your research? You know, he asks all the pertinent questions and sometimes the most, the more uncomfortable questions, but he's also really great um, support yeah. and, a, and a cheerleader, you know, because it does get tough. I mean, I've had to... Um, the the linen, for example, it's a new product skew that I've had to introduce to the company just to um, get more revenue coming in. So right. uh, so it's almost like it's got a shorter um, life cycle, right. which mm. means that it gets it gets purchased quicker, yes. which means you've got more revenue then coming in, mm. as opposed to the maternity and pregnancy wear, which is a longer. You know, it's a longer purchase decision True. that people that people go through before they actually purchase it so so that's what i've had to also look at when i had to do my little company audit end of last year (laughs) and make a decision in terms of okay so what what is the what is the plans and the goals for the business for this year and you have to you have to ask yourself some really tough questions like is this really going to work but the other thing you've also got to keep in mind is that you can't you can't decide to give up within the first three years i mean a business you have to keep at it for the first three years you know before because it only really starts showing profit thereafter they say
0: <laughs> so we'll see. great advice on that note uh as a last point mm-hmm. where to for mum mm-hmm. and baby affair what can we expect in the near future the store will be the physical store will be a long-term plan where can we expect to see you where should people follow you
1: um they can follow me at mom and baby underscore fair on Instagram and then Mom and Baby affair on Facebook. Um M um, and on Twitter. Um, I sell online currently. We do the pop-up shops, the dates we communicate on all our social media platforms. The store we're hoping in the next year or two years will have a physical store. And the whole idea behind the store is also to have a space where moms can come and hang out and chat and lament to each other about how hard it it is (laughs) to get by on only X amount of hours of sleep. And also a space where you can, can, um, if it's in a mall, situated in a mall, a space where you can go and breastfeed. Because I find that's also um, lacking within the South African market. Yes. You know, a baby changing facility with a breastfeeding friendly facility. Um, so yeah, just adding some more um, products. Cue some um, denim pieces um, to because uh, uh, women, we all love jeans. We love denim. Yep. We yep. So we're adding some this year for winter. Um, and some more tight pieces as well. So, because oh. tights is a new denim, they yes. say, <laughs> and it's also the most comfortable. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, we're adding some new interesting product skews to our portfolio. So, yeah.
0: Interesting times. Thank you, you so much for your time, and we Thanks wish you all the best. Me. Thank you. That was Jolene Rulofse, the founder of Mum and Baby Affair, in this week's SME Corner for MoneyWeb.